State Treasurer Mike Frerichs with us this morning. Michael, how are you, sir? Dave, I am wonderful. I'll, I'll say in early March in central Illinois, 38 degrees, it feels like spring is right around the corner. It does. That's- Let's hope we don't have, you know, some disaster like California has been having for the last two months out there. That has been amazing. I was at a conference recently in L.A., and uh, when I signed up for this conference, I figured, uh, well, L.A. in late February? Sure. What a great place to be. Uh-huh. It was warmer in Champaign than it was in Los Angeles when I was there. I'll bet which it is was. O- which is okay because I spent the entire uh, day and a half I was there inside a hotel, so I didn't get to enjoy any so nice weather like, if they had it. You didn't feel like you missed anything. Uh, most certainly I did not. Wow. All kinds of things going on right now. We got basketball out to Wazoo right now. We got- Exciting with the Big Ten tournament coming up uh, back in Chicago. Uh, I think this team is definitely built for a deep run. Uh, whether they will put it together or not, I don't know. I've seen flashes of greatness, uh, flashes of a top 10 team, and then there are nights that just leave you <laughs> scratching your head. Yeah, it's been that way all season, and uh, coaches uh, packing them up and taking them all to Chicago. Ed says he's leaving today, so there's a lot happening. And we've got all the kids coming to town for uh, the high oh. school tournaments. Yeah, well, maybe maybe that's why he's packing up, because they're... <laughs> They're tearing down, getting ready for high school uh, finals. It's exciting. As a kid growing up, uh, I dreamed of playing basketball in the assembly hall. Oh, everybody And did, then you know? for years, we missed out. Yeah. Uh, it is glad to see that, let's see them back here. Um, I think the kids enjoy coming down to this. Now the State Farm Center, I still always want to call it the assembly I hall. I do, too. But they, uh, but they have rebranded it. And it is something. You know, you used to watch all these all these teams playing when you were a kid and you were like, boy, I'd really like to play there someday. And I I, th- I don't think that really came into the equation when everything packed up and went to Peoria. It just isn't the same, I don't think. so. Yeah, I, I just tend to think that uh, you want to get the most talented basketball players in the state of Illinois coming down to your flagship university. Mm-hmm. And I think if they come down here and they're excited by what really is a spectacular stadium, uh, maybe we would have kept some more of that talent here in our state. Uh, but, you know, I, uh, Coach Underwood has done a good job of recruiting so, some talent. We don't keep it all, but neither does any program. No. Uh, you have kids who run into problems or you have kids who are one and done. But all you can do is just keep plugging away and keep building on that reputation and uh, replacing talent. You know, the whole thing has changed so much just here in the last couple of years. With all with NIL? Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy. All the stuff that's going on. There. You know, I, I didn't come in to talk about NIL, but uh, <laughs> but there is a relation. The treasurer deals with money, well, and college basketball has become very much money-driven. Although, sure. I, I remind people, it's always been money-driven. Yeah. The question is, did the athletes get any of that money before or not? Uh, but it really changes the equation. These kids think of themselves now, I think, as uh, business people entrepreneurs, uh, maybe employees, and I think mm-hmm. it changes their feelings and loyalty for staying with a program. Well, tell us a little bit about what you've been up to lately and what you're uh, dealing with right now so far as uh, everything with the treasurer's office. You know, I, I come in here frequently and we talk about uh, college savings, retirement savings, savings accounts for people with disabilities and our returns, but really I think uh, a lot of people don't know how much we focus on economic development job creation in the treasurer's office, Uh, whether that be through our Ag Invest program, which is really relevant right now, is uh, starting to warm up and we start to see some some plants start to bloom or to to poke their head above the soils. 
uh, or whether make investments in our technology. You know, the University of Illinois has generated numerous ideas that have grown into tremendous commercial successes. But a lot of those ideas, they need access to capital to grow. Just like a farmer needs access to capital for seed, for fertilizer, mm-hmm. for all kinds of expenses, these entrepreneurs, these uh, students at the University of Illinois, grad students or professors, need access to capital to grow their ideas. In the Treasurer's Office, we have a program called the Illinois Growth and Innovation Fund. It's about a $1 billion fund where we invest in Illinois-based venture capital to help our Illinois entrepreneurs grow their businesses. Well, that's uh, something to think about right there. And then Parkland has something big going on. I guess they signed a big deal with Agco for ag training out there. So. Yeah, it's exciting. Agriculture is the number one industry in the state of Illinois. We want to make sure it stays that way. Dave, when I see you out in Gordyville, uh, you look around and a lot of those people out there buying tractors have an awful lot of gray hair. Yeah, they and, sure do. Uh, and we need that next generation to step up. And if you're a young person looking at a career in farming, uh, some of those some of those dollars are awfully big. Yeah, uh, I tell I tell people when they say, "Oh, well, farmers they're small businessmen." I say, "There's nothing small about the cost of running a farm operation today. No, it no, is. It, sure it may not only be a few employees, but it is big business in terms of dollars. And we in the treasurer's office try and offer lower interest loans to those farmers to help them put a crop in the field, or if they want to modernize, if they want to make uh, big improvements to their operations, we stand ready to help them as well because we want to make sure that Illinois, uh, agriculture remains the number one industry in Illinois. Do you think your farm background and being from Gifford has given you kind of a unique look at the treasurer's office and some of the things you do in it? Uh, most certainly. You know, when I, uh, when I served in the state Senate, I was chairman of the Agriculture and Conservation mm-hmm. Committee. Uh, although I didn't grow up on the farm, my family still farms, spent a lot of time on the uh-huh. family farm. I spent a lot of time working for Pioneer, for Crow, for DeKalb, um, detasseling. I was walking beans, worked out at the Flatville uh, plant for DeKalb. <laughs> When I came in for the treasurer, one of the first things I said is, hey, we have an Ag Invest program. What can we do to help out agriculture? And so we got this program. I said, well, tell me the numbers. And the amount of loans we were offering was staggeringly small. So I asked the question, what, why is this? Now, you had a period with low interest rates right. and fairly high commodity prices. So farmers didn't have quite as much demand. But I started asking questions, and I heard complaints. You know, Dave, you, you know over your career, agriculture has changed considerably. Oh, yeah. It's just almost unrecognizable from 30, 40 years ago. The, uh, the technology in these tractors, uh, just so different. Although we have a program to help farmers, been around for 40 years, it didn't evolve or change like farming did. Yeah. And so we listened to farmers, we listened to Farm Bureau, talked to bankers, found out some of the problems they had, and we changed our program. As a result, you know, we now have had about a, over a billion dollars in loans since I have taken office. Uh, and the part of that is just listening more. Mm-hmm. I, I was raised, you know, saying that uh, you have two ears and one mouth and you should use them in that proportion. <laughs> if you spend more time listening than you do talking, you're much more likely to learn something. Yeah, that is true. In in politics, though, I, I really have to remind myself because sometimes you want to use the mouth more than the ears. <laughs> There's you always do, that temptation. You do need to learn. You got to stop and listen if you're going to grow. Why is it that farmers didn't take advantage of what was going on in the treasurer's office in those days. How has that changed? So there are a few things. Uh, one of the things we're told is you have so many different link deposit programs. It was tough for bankers to keep tra- keep track of them. And yeah. they said, quite frankly, we just stopped doing it. 
Uh, one, something was as simple as switching from a fiscal year to a calendar year okay. was helpful. Um, one big thing was, you know, if you're looking to buy a combine, when I came in, I think we had a maximum of a couple hundred thousand dollars you could uh, borrow. A lot of farmers looked at that and said, yeah. that's, a, that's a drop in the bucket. That it gets sure me is. started, but it doesn't get me very far. And so we've increased those limits. Um, farmers told us that, you know, they would like to purchase land. As you know, land is very expensive, but oh, the program yeah. didn't help them with that. And I said, well, if I can't have land, it makes it really difficult for me to do my job. And so we made changes there as well. Uh, we changed some of the spreads to make it more appealing for bankers, but still allow them to pass on savings to their customers. And so by just listening to a bunch of small things and then going out once again and talking to the bankers and let them know, this isn't the old program. This isn't that old Ag Invest. This is new. It's improved. Uh, we've had a lot of interest. And now, as you see rising interest rates, we've had a tremendous increase in demand oh, for our Ag Invest program. Is this something that uh, the state treasurer's office will back it up, that banks do the actual work with it? Is a, that how that works? Exactly. We call it a linked deposit program. So okay. I put deposits in these banks, and they link them to a loan that they give. Okay. We don't just randomly give money to banks. Uh, we don't choose that way. If they have farmers with a need, we will supply them with deposits. We'll supply them with the capital uh, so they can make those loans. Uh, I think it's a good investment because when we help farmers be more profitable, when we help them to grow their operations or improve and modernize their operations, we can make some money off of that, but it also results in a better industry for the state of Illinois, which is good for all of us. That is a good thing. That's uh, no doubt about that. Tell me anything else uh, going on right now you want to mention while you're oh, here. We have all kinds of things going on. In, in talking about Ag Invest uh, and that's, uh, that next generation of ag leaders, we have a program, a contest called uh, Cream of the Crop. We encourage young people to take their cameras out into the fields, out onto the farms, and take some pictures. Submit those pictures, two electronic pictures you can submit. Uh, the deadline will be uh, later this spring, but you can take them throughout the year. And our goal here is, one, to have some really cool pictures to use in our Ag Invest marketing materials. But two, if we encourage a generation of young people to go out onto the farms and fields and see what's going on, they'll have a better idea of what farming is. I think a lot of kids, especially in cities, have these outdated ideas of what it is. Well, that's, that's not for me. But when they get out there and they see the livestock, they see the machinery, they see people working in the fields, they have a different perspective and yeah. uh, hopefully will encourage some people to enter the field. All right. Well, State Treasurer Mike Frerichs, thanks for your time this morning. We sure appreciate it. Dave, thank you. Great to be back. All right. We got more coming up 